You've seen a dusty western before. The kind where the tumbleweeds tumble and the piano player hits a sour note when the outlaw swings open the saloon door. The kind where the patrons fall deadly silent and you can hear a pin drop. Starkville Cafe in Starkville, Mississippi was that saloon last Tuesday. Before the hinges had ceased squeaking on the door as it closed, she could feel the looks, the sudden silence. All eyes were on her, the outlaw, the outcast, the girl at the center of the veritable gunfight at the Octibahaw County Corral. She pushed her tortoiseshell glasses up her nose, crinkling it, and held her head high. Pulling her purse over her shoulder, she waded through the stairs and gawks, the comments and snarks. She settled in at a back corner table to tell her story, one of pain, but mostly of pride. I just want a parade. That's all I want. I want a pride. I want my rights. My guest today on Barry the Lead is a 22-year-old college senior from Mississippi State University, a criminology major, an activist, and a believer in civil rights. This is Bailey McDaniel, and you're listening to Bury the Lead with Derek Russell. Bailey McDaniel already had a reputation around campus for being a fighter before last month, but she's been in the fight for her life the past several weeks against the city of Starkville and drawing support from all reaches of the globe. People know that, like, I'm not afraid to say anything because I just think if we're honest about things or if you're honest about, like why you won't do something, then you're at least giving me your answer. I don't want some frou-frou, we're the most diverse school in the SEC, but you're not going to do a damn thing about making sure that we're included. McDaniel set before the Startville Board of Aldermen on February 20th, 2018, awaiting a vote for a permit for a proposed gay pride parade that would have been the city's first. I had like worked within the institution for four years, and I knew that I wanted to do Pride. For the, since I've been at Mississippi State, like people have said, let's do a Pride and Starkle, let's do a Pride and Starkle. Well, this year, I'm graduating in May, and I was like, we have to do Pride. We have to do it. We have to implement something. Because like, with the union, I think that will sustain after I'm gone. I think that that will sustain after this group is gone. But with um, the... With Pride, I wanted to establish something to where maybe, like, the partnership could work with keeping Starkville Pride a thing or the Arts Council or something. So I wanted to go outside Starkville to include the community and to kind of just, like, build something outside of the university so that it wouldn't get lost within, like, the gray of what Mississippi State likes to do with the LGBTQ plus community and other marginalized communities. So, um... Since July, we've been working on Pride. The parade was to be part of a larger event, Starkville Pride, a two-day festival at the end of March. Yeah, so there's a team, so it's like 10 of us that originally started doing Pride stuff, and that grew to about 25 of like very um, like very involved people. So we have a PR team, we have all these things. So we established what Pride was going to be. It's March 23rd and March 24th, and it's going to be a weekend of events that involve the community, like 
this community of Starkville. The night ended in defeat for McDaniel and her allies. We have uh, the item that was removed from consent, which is a special event request by Emily Turner on behalf of Startwell Pride to hold the 2018 Pride Parade. That's Startwell Mayor Lynn Spruill and Vice Mayor and Ward 6 Alderman Roy Perkins. I recognize Mayor. Vice Mayor, you may. Mayor, I move that the special event request by Emily Turner on behalf of Startwell Pride to hold the 2018 Pride Parade and have city participation with in-kind services on March 24, 2018 shall be and is hereby denied. Okay, I have a motion for denial of the request. Do I have a second for that? Second. I have a second from Alderman Carver. Okay, we have a motion on the floor to deny the special event. We have a second for that denial. Um, if you would please, as the city clerk calls your name, vote yay or nay. And the yay will be a denial. Alderman Carver. Yay. Alderman Sistrunk. Nay. Alderman Little. Yay. Alderman Walker. Nay. Alderman Miller. Nay. Vice Mayor Perkins. Yay. Alderman Bond. Yay. By a vote of four to three, the motion passes. The uh, special event request is denied. I'm so sorry, y'all. Those four aldermen like made that decision, and it just shows like they don't see. They just, I don't even know how to say it. Like, they don't see basic rights as equitable, equitable amongst straight and gay people, I guess you could say. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think they realize, like, what we're trying to do. And I wish that they would, like, sit down and have a conversation about it or if they would have asked questions or if they would have said anything. Like, I would have been more than happy to, like, have a conversation. And I know it wasn't a public hearing, so that wasn't something that we could do, but they could have asked questions. They could have asked, you know, like, what is this? If they were concerned or if they were... If there was, like, ambiguity around what this was going to be, they could have asked. And we would have explained. But they didn't. So they saw... I mean, I don't know what they thought. I don't know what they thought. I don't know what was going on in their mind. But, like, to me, just because it said... And it didn't even say LGBTQ+, it just said Starkville Pride. So whatever notion was in their mind, they saw a gay, and they immediately said no. And I think that's not how the city feels. And I think that's not how a lot of the state feels. But we still have these people in positions of power to make this decision for us. It is the hospitality state, but it's only hospitable to the people that it agrees with and the people that are in power agree with. I don't know. I just I don't know how you can look at someone and tell them no just because of who they are. Because I don't get that. But. Before the vote, McDaniel was able to speak openly to the aldermen. Composing herself the best she could, she told them her concerns of the past and hope for the future. Um, less than 10 years ago, gay students at Mississippi State were having to use a special knock to get into meetings because they were so afraid to meet and be together that they would face violence. We don't have to knock anymore. So I'm here to ask tonight that you help us not have to continue to knock. Um, it is time for Starkville to recognize this community and bask in the great work that we are doing. Starkville Pride is the beginning of what is going to be a wonderful celebration of community, inclusion, and diversity for years to come. It takes a village to impact change, and we're asking you to join. 
I'm proud to have called Starkville home for the last four years because of the welcoming and affirming culture that thrives here. There are so many people counting on pride to be the moment that they experience this. For some, it will be common practice to get to enjoy the company of fellow community members and allies in a public forum. For others, this will be the first time that they feel welcome here. Thank you. And then I got up there, and they wouldn't even look me in the face. The four aldermen that voted no. They wouldn't even look me in the face. And I got, I, I, I shook, I was, I was shaken by that because I, I was originally planning on looking down, looking at my piece of paper, but now I was looking up and they wouldn't even look me in my face. And at that point I was kind of like, something's not right. And I sat down and I listened to all the comments and we had 16 in favor comments and two opposing comments. And I thought for sure... I mean, not for sure, but, like, it was impactful. You heard from everybody, from a for, like someone who ran against one of the aldermen that was sitting up there. You heard from professors. Someone was there on behalf of Mississippi State University to support Pride. You heard from community members. You heard from mothers. You heard from fathers. You heard from every person that you could ask for. And I was like, surely to God. And I have the opportunity of serving as our assistant. That's Rashida Forbes speaking to the Board of Aldermen on behalf of the Mississippi State University. University and want to have the opportunity on behalf of Mississippi State University to talk about the value that our LGBTQ students bring to our institution as we continue to grow and expand with our faculty, with our staff, and with our students. Our institution are making great strides to ensure that our students, faculty, and staff feel welcome here at the institution and as a result really encourage the city of Starkville to continue to make strides as well that as we continue to grow our institution as we continue to add more faculty staff and students that they know that the city of Starkville is their home as well thank you thank you Rashida just to clarify I have one quick question sure. you you said you are here on behalf of Mississippi State University that's correct thank you I said listen and uh, it is obvious how inclusive our city is already. Thomas Rogers, a local pastor, disagreed with the support for the parade when speaking to the Board of Aldermen. I think there's a difference in special privilege and privilege. I think all of us are denied uh, to a certain degree. And uh, we take those things and we strive, uh, you know, being denied some things. Uh, I don't think our city should be open to special privilege because what if everyone asks for special privilege? It's been stated that. Um, there has been a request for a Black Lives Matter march or a parade, and uh, nothing was said. Uh, so I think the same attention given to that should be given to uh, this request, uh, because there's a difference in special privilege and privilege. We all are privileged. We all uh, desire more, but we're denied. Um, I think uh, this is a very inclusive, very friendly, uh, place, a very friendly city, very friendly county, and uh, we've done a lot of things to adjust uh, for the university and uh, to uh, attract businesses and uh, influential people. But uh, every city has to have a limit or limits, and cities without walls uh, are easily taken. And so I just pray that you consider what has been said and uh, do what is right, do what is true, and uh, acts against uh, the pride march or pride parade. Thank you.
An image of McDaniel taken by Starkville Daily News at the time of the initial vote went viral. You know, like when you weep, it's like you can't help it, you can't like control it. And that's what that was. Because that was a year of my life. That was four years of my work here. That was 22 years of my life that they just said no to in five seconds. They didn't know what that meant to us. Like, they didn't understand that, and I don't understand how they didn't understand. And, I mean, that picture is on every news outlet everywhere. But that's, like, I think the best picture representation of how I think every single LGBTQ plus person in in the state of Mississippi feels at some point in their life having to deal with living here. And sometimes it's multiple times. And sometimes it's every day. And sometimes they don't make it to that because they have killed themselves, they've been killed. I just like, I'm asking for a parade. I'm still asking for a parade. I'm not asking for anything else. McDaniel said her upbringing in Corinth, Mississippi, has stayed with her and influenced how she treats others in life. Um, so I was raised like predominantly by my grandparents. Um, I grew up in a really accepting household. They taught me that you treated the CEO the same way you treated the man that picked up the trash. And that's kind of just how life was for us. And it was really interesting growing up in Corinth because that's not how the people of Corinth are. And that's not how the people in the state of Mississippi are. But it didn't matter like what other people thought. That was still something that I, like, I don't know. I just always kind of like knew that that's not how it should be and I wasn't going to ever treat anyone differently for something that was either different than myself or something that wasn't supposed to be according to like what common ideology was. Worked at a community theater when I was like 16 and 17 and that was a really good experience for me because I was exposed to theater people and, and like really strange people that they're really fun and that's kind of when I realized that I was really passionate about the LGBTQ plus community and that's when I started to like explore my own identity because I hadn't really allowed myself to do that just it was easier to just not and it was easier to like advocate for other people than have to worry about yourself probably within the first couple of weeks that I got to Mississippi State I found this group, it's called LGBTQ Plus Union, like the plus sign, and it was like five people sitting in a library room, we were talking about the issues of the world, and like how the hell we were going to fix it. It is a college town, and it is Starkville, and I think it's a really awesome place in Mississippi, but we are still in Mississippi, we are still in the South, Um, so it was just me for a little while, but... um, now, like within the last year, our group has a hundred and I think now we have like 145 members and we have 35 plus at every meeting. Every time we do anything, like they are there and they've been there for like two years. So that's been like my biggest accomplishment I think so far in life is just to have been able to do that and like work with the people that I've been able to work with. Starville Pride filed a lawsuit against the city of Starville following the Board of Aldermen's denial of the parade, garnering national attention for McDaniel. She said the recognition came with highs as people around the globe supported her efforts and pitfalls as local residents of Starkville have shared discriminating photos of her on social media, threatened her, and even spit at her in the streets. But she said it's only made her resolve stronger. It has been the people who don't think that we should be able to assemble, the people who don't think that we have the right to sue. 
and like was walking um, past the coffee shop downtown and someone just took it upon themselves to spit at my feet just as I was walking. They don't know me. They've never had a conversation with me. They couldn't tell you my favorite color. They couldn't tell you where I'm from. They see me as one thing. And I don't know. I know you can't like rationalize everyone and you can't have a conversation with everyone, but I wish I could sit down and just explain to people. Like, I want to know about you. Why do you feel this way? Do you want to know why I feel this way? If I had to live this week over and over and over again until they put me in the ground, I'd do it again. Because it's not going to change. And I'm not trying to be a crusader or a warrior or whatever it is. I want my fucking freedom. I want my fucking rights. I wouldn't do anything differently. Because it wasn't what I did. I'd bring more people. We'd sit there till 3 a.m. and you'd listen. But I wouldn't say anything different. I wouldn't do anything different. And I'd do it again. I don't know how many counties there are in the state of Mississippi. 82. Well, we need to have 82 pride parades. We need to have a state pride parade. We need to have a national pride parade. Because it's not about flooding the streets and doing these things. It's about visibility. It's about saying, I have some kind, and I always talk about how I like pay tuition at state. But like, I have a house here. I have my life here. I've met my partner here. I deserve the right to gather in the streets that I've driven on for four years. As I'm here, I'm proud of this place. I'm proud of the community that we've created. I'm proud of, like, my neighbors. Because it's not just for us. It's for everybody. It's to be proud as a human race that we can come together and celebrate the fact that we are people and we're good people. And that's what people don't understand. Walking into this cafe, I was aware of the fact that I was an out lesbian suing the city of Starkville the minute I walked into this place. Regardless of what's happening right now, everywhere that I go, if Emily's with me, if Emily's not with me, someone has seen me be an advocate for the LGBTQ plus community. Someone has seen me in an article. Someone has seen my writing. Or someone's made an assumption about seeing me with my partner. So I don't get to walk into a room, and I have passing privilege, which puts me leaps and bounds above a lot of people. <laughs> Your straight parade is every time you walk into a restaurant and you don't have to worry. Your straight parade is every time you go into a restroom and know that you're in the correct restroom. Your straight parade is laying down at night knowing that the person laying down next to you is going to be accepted by your church and accepted by your mom and dad. So, <laughs> I'm asking to gather for two hours in a city that I do not feel safe in, holding my partner's hand. If you can't give us that, you need to answer to who you answer to. After the national news, the parade vote was revisited at the March 5th Alderman meeting with standing room only turnout in the chambers. You can tell from my lack of an accent, I'm actually not a Starville native. Ryan Handron, a Starville transplant, spoke openly at the meeting. I've lived in eight states, but I really love it here. Uh, this is a fantastic town, fills a great college atmosphere, wonderful food, and awesome people that come from all corners of the world and really all walks of life. 
Even though I've lived all over, I have deployed to Iraq for a total of two times for the Mississippi Army National Guard as a combat medic, so there is a huge part of my heart that is filled with Mississippi mud. I really do love this town, and, and I too am afraid that it is changing. I'm afraid that uh, this city is becoming a city of sin. The book of Acts, chapter 10, verse 28 reads... Well, Mr. I'm sorry, this was going to be all... All I'm, f I'm four. Oh, I'm, uh, I apologize. We're, we're, we're getting there, Madam Mayor. Excuse me. I apologize. Me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a different sin. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Shame the, on me for prejudging. Exactly. The, the book of Acts, chapter 10, verse 28 reads, And he said to them, You yourselves know how unlawful it is for a man who is not a Jew to associate with a foreigner or to visit him. And yet God has shown me that I should not call any man unholy or unclean. This Bible verse condemning bigotry has been left out of many awfully condemning conversations lately. Your prejudice shows, and it will not be tolerated by the open-minded people of this community. As a veteran, I am disgusted by your lack of respect for the freedom given to every person who walks this great country's soil. I am a straight man. You're not even taking away something from me. But an attack on my peers is an attack on me. You, being elected aldermen, were not given the power to deny Americans of their constitutional rights. A properly submitted parade request has been denied because few aldermen think their opinions matter more than the civil liberties of other American citizens. I am kind of mad, but I'm really just so disappointed. I'm disappointed that you hate a group of people so much that you won't let them get together and walk down the street. How can you call yourselves the leader of, leaders of our people when you don't want some of us walking on the same streets as you? Uh, but I'm telling you, fine aldermen sitting before me, that your bullying will not be tolerated. You do not get to sit here and make judgments on the lifestyles of other people. You were given this position to make the city a better place to live for all of its people, not the ones you personally like. Please do not just hear, but also listen to these words from the first book of John, chapter 2, verse 11. But the one who hates his brother is in the darkness and walks in the darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. There is hate here. Hate for a group of people that you don't understand, and that unfortunately you're, willing, you're not willing to understand. The city of Starville will not let your hate lead us into the darkness. Your bigotry will not be tolerated, your hate will not be tolerated, and I demand that the permit for the parade on March 24th be granted. Thank you. No, no, don't, don't, don't make me pull the gavel out. Tim Cummings also spoke out against the parade approval. And I'm just a little old chicken veterinarian, okay? And, uh, you know, I, I've come up here and just want to want to state, you know, I, that, that I'm against it. It, but but maybe not so not for a moral reason you know I've just studied anatomy and physiology and 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 the male body was not made for a male body the female body for the female it's very clear from an anatomical and physi physiological processes that it's abnormal now just because I've already heard that I hate you know, you think you get accused. I've already heard that I hate because I disagree. I already heard that that um, I'm, I'm a bigot simply because I disagree. No, I just disagree. Okay, can we can we not just at, at least acknowledge that there's a difference of opinion here, and based whether it's based on anatomy, whether it's based on morality, and I just want. I've also heard the term bullying. I guarantee you, you guys have been bullied. You've gotten emails, you've gotten phone calls, you've gotten this, that, and the other, just berating you. So who's really doing the bullying? I, I, I question you. 
with that, but I do want to close with this comment. We opened up this whole session with a prayer to the Almighty God. Okay? We opened it up and, 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 and prayed to him essentially for his wisdom and counsel. And I pray that that will be upheld. So thank you for your time. I do have a motion, which I would like to make. That's Sandra Sistrunk, Ward 2 Alderman of Starville, making a motion to rescind the initial denial. Pride Parade with in-kind services listed in the staff report relating to police, utilities, and sanitation to be held on March 24, 2018, without sponsorship of the City of Starville, and with the condition that the applicant provide proof of insurance meeting the City's special events policy to the set to the satisfaction of the city's planning staff and city attorney by March 16th, 2018. Jason Walker, who originally supported the parade, spoke to his fellow aldermen regarding the revote. I'm not sure how this is going to go tonight, uh, but but I'm hopeful that uh, with the reconsideration that that is that we do do that. I think it's important, um, and I don't think there's any question about it. Uh, that if this lawsuit continues, the city of Starville is going to lose. Uh, and the $3,200 of in-kind service, services that, uh, that the city will expend to have this parade, um, I, I think uh, I, it would have probably been in the, the, the people in the audience that are pro this. I think if the number of people that are in this room showed up for the parade, I think they would have probably have deemed that successful. Um, I think we're probably going to have a parade on March 24th, and I, I think it has the opportunity to be something that could be good for our community. I hope it's something that's good for our community. Um, and I hope people will come out and enjoy it. And if it's not what you want, then don't, don't take part. That's, that's, part of, that's part of choice. David Little, Ward 3 Alderman, abstained from the vote. But over the past two weeks, versus just a couple of days allowed before a previous board meeting, I've been able to ponder the parade matter further and this board's previous vote. I believe that city staff and our mayor should always be forthcoming and fully transparent to the Board of Aldermen. The allegations made in the recent complaint clearly show that transparency and disclosure was not the intent of city staff, coupled with the lack of communication from the mayor to this board. At first blush, I felt that this matter was intended to be slipped past the board, and my, th my initial thoughts were later confirmed. This is disappointing and frustrating, to say the least, and I say that city staff as well. Furthermore, I believe that the city of Starkville's best interest or interest are better served in moving forward beyond this and pressing forward on other positive matters facing our community. That being said, while I maintain my principal, principal position, I plan to abstain on the pending vote. I want to speak publicly for a moment uh, about the, the attempt to slip it by you. I, I certainly did not attempt to slip it by you. Um, I did not realize that a pride parade was something that was not recognized as a pride parade for the LGBT, for the LGBT community. Um, and that may be because I have traveled rather extensively and recognize that um, that's the that's the reference. So I just wanted to say I, it was not in, it was not intentional to do that. So anyway, we will vote now. I'm assuming no further. Discussion. With little abstaining, the vote was left to the remaining aldermen. No matter which way it goes, do not, please, no outbursts, please. Okay, thank you all. All right, we will do this by roll call vote. If you would answer yay or nay, as the city clerk calls your name. Alderman Carver. Nay. Alderman Sistrunk. Yay. 
Alderman Little. Abstain. Alderman Walker. Yay. Alderman Miller. Yay. Vice Mayor Perkins. Nay. Alderman Vaughn. Nay. Okay, we have, we have a tie, three to three and then one abstention. And with that in mind, that means the mayor votes. To break the tie, I will vote in favor of the parade. So, motion passes by uh, four to three with one abstention. Okay. Speaking with McDaniel the morning after the vote, she said that she had an uneasy feeling returning to City Hall on March 5th. I didn't let myself get my hopes up because I didn't want to, I didn't want to be hurt again. It's kind of like, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. And so last night I went in just thinking that they were trying to humiliate us again, honestly. And when Little told us that he was abstaining, that's when I kind of started to get hope. Like I felt hope for the first time in that entire meeting. And then when the vote came, it was a three to three vote. I was really excited, but I wasn't like, I wasn't relieved in the way that you would think that that would be a relieving moment. Because the thing was, is like their minds weren't changing and their viewpoints weren't changing. It was just like, uh, how do you say that? It was like a formality as to how they de dealt with it. I'm so excited that they decided to like, that Little decided to bow out gracefully and allow us to have the parade. But like, it still kind of hurts to know that that's how, like their deep held beliefs. But I'm really excited because one, I'm 22, I'm applying to law school. I, I, I just want to parade. Like, that's what I want out of this. So we get to go back to what, like, the true issue is, and that's, like, making sure that pride is the best that it can be. But at the same time, I am, like, kind of disheartened that it happened the way that it did. But I'm, I'm glad that they made the right decision this time. With the lawsuit behind her, Startful Pride ahead of her, and graduation looming, McDaniel is setting her sights toward law school away from Mississippi, but with a caveat. I've lived in Mississippi my entire life, and I have seen the worst of what this has to offer both in like the social sense and political sense and the legal sense just of how much is so wrong here and for the longest I was like fuck this I'm never coming back I'm getting out and I'm never coming back I'm not even gonna turn around because this place is horrible then I realized like as I as I've gotten older and like I'm I'm only 22, but, like, I've lived a lot of life in 22 years. And I've realized nothing will ever change if we don't change it. So, like, with this, with Starkville Pride, this has, like, kind of been the solidifying factor of me coming back. I've always said I was going to, I've, I've said I'm going to come back for, like, the last two years. But now, more than ever, I realized how much change can happen. Like, I did this with the help of a lot of people. Like, I did this. And I think that I have the ability to hold a position of power in the state to where, like, something like this isn't a big deal. You know what I mean? To where we're having pride parades all the time. We're passing legislation that makes it safe for all people to go to school. It makes it safe 
for everyone to go to work. It makes it safe for anyone to rent, for anyone to buy a house. Um, so I know what, I, I think I know what I'm up against. But I know that it's not going to change unless I try. And I just don't think that I can lay down with myself at night when I'm 70, if I make it that long, <laughs> and think that I've done everything that I could have done to make the world better and to make, like, a difference if I don't try to at least change Mississippi in some way. And I think that my voice and the power that comes with elected office is where, like, true institutional change can happen. So I'm going to try. I might not win. I'm pretty liberal, and that's not, like, the popular vote here. But I'll try. And maybe in 20 years when I come back, there will be more people registered to vote and more people ready for the change that I can enact and more people willing to be on my team and wanting to be on my team and for us to create a new team <laughs> It's team people. Um, so I, I, I owe it to this place. And I owe it to myself because you never know unless you try. <laughs> and I'm, that might be a stupid saying for running for public office, but we'll see how it goes. I'll talk to you in 20 years. <laughs> That's it for today's episode of Bury the Lead, and I'd like to thank my guest, Bailey McDaniel. McDaniel supports the Trevor Project, a national 24-hour toll-free confidential suicide hotline for LGBTQ youth in crises. Learn more at thetrevorproject.org. Audio clips were provided by the City of Starkville's live Facebook stream of the Board of Aldermen meetings. Our executive producers are Graham Hancock and Sheena Barnett, and I'm your host, Derek Russell. Thanks for listening.